Okay, guys, real quick, I'm just going to kind of touch on a subject that I often get asked about. Um, and that's, it's kind of a two-part question. It's one, how do I read my Bible? And two, where do I start? Um, and I use this uh, kind of general statement, whether you are experienced, you know, mature Christian, or whether you're a babe, whether you're young in age or you're older, um, the answer to that question is, you know, one, you can't treat the Bible like a or any other book. Um, the Bible is God's word. And if, if you have an understanding of really what that is, it's God's word. So that means it's life. So you have to approach it. It's actually living. The words within that that the words confined within that book are living words. Um, it's our manual to life. So you can't you can't approach it from reading standpoint. You have to approach it from allowing Holy Spirit to teach you. So, excuse me. I always tell people, you know, approach it differently than you would any other book. Um, set the atmosphere for learning, you know, make it, you know, be somewhere where you can be attentive to what you're doing at the time, you know, understand that when you read in the Bible, whether you're outright, you know, whether you're openly reading it, or you're kind of mentally reading, you know, take your time and allow Holy Spirit to show you things because you have to understand what you're doing is when you're reading it, whether aloud or, you know, internally, you're actually saying God's word back to him. So he has no other choice but to respond by speaking back to you. So when you understand that 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 concept that really reading God's word is really beginning a conversation with him, then you have to understand that a conversation is both hearing and speaking. So you have to that that's a communication. So you have to be able to receive what God is saying, hear what he's saying. So I always tell people to approach it from that standpoint. It's not just your average book. It's not like any other book. It is our life manual. Um and we are saying God's word back to him. So he is obligated to respond and teach us and show us what he's saying, what he means, and how he wants us to apply it to his life or apply it to our lives. So that's part one. Part two, um, where do I start? I mean, there are so many different study guides, so many different ways you can do it by topic, you can do it by um, testaments, you can, there are reading plans, there are, there are so many different ways. But I always tell people, and this is how I approach studying the word of God. I approach it as if I've never seen it before. And that way I void myself of every type of preconceived notion or everything that I thought I knew. That way Holy Spirit has the freedom to, you know, give me a greater revelation or a different revelation because I'm not pigeonholing him into making me see the same thing that I've always seen. Um, so I never assume that I know the word so or never assume that I know that verse or that passage that I'm I'm doing. So I always go blank slate, like, show me this is oh, wow, this is good. Show me. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to show me, Holy Spirit? So in saying that, I'm very big on going back to the basics. So I tell people a children's story Bible 
I mean, you can call it what you want. I don't care how, how old or how young you are. Those are awesome. Because what they do is they give you snapshots of people in the Bible um, that you can look at and kind of see yourself or a certain situation or something familiar. And then from there, and you may not even know that it happened, but because it's in this children's story Bible, it's not long at all. They give you real short passages, paragraphs, maybe two pages, and you get a great overview of what happened. And that gives you a a building block to go study the word of God, study in the word of God, what actually, or the full story behind this children's story that's, in, you know, located in that little book. So I always tell people to do that. Um, I still kind of do it. You know, I still have my children's Bible from when I was younger. So I still tell people, you know, every blue moon, I just go back through and kind of thumb through and read some stuff and be like, oh, I forgot that even happened. And then I go read it and got to give me a revelation. So um, that's that's another component. Um, and then just just be willing to learn. Just be willing to hear God's voice. I mean, his word is is simple, but it's complex. Um, and it, it by that I mean, or rather, I should say, it's complex, but it's really simple. And it's complex when you try to to see it from a natural standpoint. But when you say, "Okay, God," again, Holy Spirit is a key component to you understanding your word. Um, when you allow Holy Spirit to teach you, show you, break it down, what was once complex is not simple. And you have a greater understanding, a greater appreciation, a greater drive for what it is you've read because now you have clarity on it. And so I think the word of God or reading your Bible, quote unquote, is so intimidating because people try to take it from such a uh, a major standpoint, like, you know, I think topics, learning from topics is great, but I think sometimes if you're not, if you're not familiar with the word of God, sometimes it can get overwhelming. Um, so allow yourself time to really study. So you may not get the full story in one day. And by that, I mean, you know, you read in your Bible, you may not get the clarity of it in that same moment, you may have to take take a little bit of it, understand a little bit of it, and then put it to the side, come back to it the next day, read it again. Oh, wow. Okay, I see it differently. There's a there's that that concept of fresh eyes. You know, you're seeing it as if it's the first time seeing it. And that's how it begins to get illuminated. So my encouragement to people is to just start where you are and be honest you know, if you only feel or if you can only physically, mentally, whatever, read your Bible for, and I say that loosely, read your Bible for five minutes, then pick a, pick a, pick a verse and break that verse down and know that verse like it's nobody's business. Allow God, allow Holy Spirit to teach you about it. Um, you know, even if you pick Jesus well, well, then you better look that up and figure it out. Okay, well, why did he weep? What was going on? Okay, well, God, what are you trying to show me? Okay, that emotions are not bad in and of themselves, but when they move you to do something outside of God's will, that's when it's a problem. So, okay, emotions are good. Emotions are from God. Emotions don't make you imperfect. Like, you begin to 
you study that verse, you break it down, and you see how it applies to your life. And of course, I use the the shortest verse ever, but I was just kind of making a point. Um, if it's just a verse that you can study, then do that. But study it and know that as you begin to study one verse. Uh oh, Google talking to me. I didn't ask you nothing. Um, so when you begin to study one verse, then that verse, and you get clarity and understanding on that verse, then you add another verse, and then you add another verse, and then you add, and before you know it, you found greater proficiency in the word of God than you did before. But to just be intimidated and not study at all, um, yeah, you'll you'll never understand God's word. And if you always let people feed you what they got, then you're going to miss what God's trying to show you. Our pastors are awesome. They are awesome. But if they don't tell you to go read the word for yourself, if they tell you that they bring you this food and you don't have to eat on your own, and by food, I mean the word of God, they're telling you on, you know, the Sunday service and the midweek service, all you got to do is read what I, or not even read, all you have to do is hear what I just read to you from the word and you be fine. If that's, that ain't God, because God, your growth comes in the intimate time you spend with God. And your intimate time is through prayer and through his word. And it starts with his word because you can't properly, you can't properly pray the word of God to God if you don't know his word. If you don't know what he said about it. If you don't understand what he said about it. If you don't understand how he wants to you to apply it to your life. So the word of God, knowing the word of God is so vitally important to your life as a believer. And so it's a personal thing. And the greater intimacy you have with the word of God, the greater intimacy you have with God himself. Um, and the greater you'll hear Holy Spirit. You know, people often say, I don't hear God's voice. I don't know if that's him. I don't. That's because you don't know his word. You don't study his word. You can't just read it. You have to study it. You have to engross yourself in it. You have to become it. You have to you have to take it on. You know what I'm saying? It just it it, it it's you. You are now the word. Um, because you've hidden it in your heart. So I think that that's where us as believers sometimes miss it, that we just allow the pastor to give us the verses and we hear them and we get lit um, and we be like, yeah, 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 I can take on the world. And then you got, you still got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, you still have five other days that you have to deal with life and the word of God that they gave you, you know, Sunday and midweek may not be lasting for the life, you know, situations that you face throughout the week. So it's important for you to know the word of God. And the only way to do that is to study. So those are my suggestions to how to read the Bible, quote unquote, um, is that you have to change your approach and how you do it. It, it is all about becoming what the word says. It's all about really letting that be an extension of who you are um and looking at it from a point of the word is alive those words are alive um they have power in them they have great meaning with them so I hope you were able to get something from it I know I kind of jumped around a little bit but hey that I mean you know 
you know, it wouldn't be a Carla podcast if I didn't do it. So um, if you have any questions, you know, just email me or kind of check me out. Also, Purpose Built Movement, I'm being a little bit more faithful with that. Boop, boop. Thank the Lord. Um, so we have some blog posts coming out or blog posts out. Um, the PBM Pearls, which are kind of like daily nuggets of wisdom. And those come from my intimate time with the Word of God. Like those those nuggets. And I'm I'm looking back at them now. And some of them might be like, wow, that's so powerful. Because I understand it's not something that I in and of myself see it. that was something that was inspired by holy spirit based on an interaction with his word and so those those are where those nuggets come from when i'm in the word of god all of a sudden i'm seeing some so many different things and that's why it's important because there's so much wisdom to be found to be obtained to be applied that's in the word of god so just kind of keep me in your prayers keep me in your thoughts And I'll do the same, you know, that we all push towards our purpose um, and not only just push towards, but also really become and do what God created us to do, Um, because you are necessary to the kingdom of God. I am necessary to the kingdom of God. Each and every one of us is necessary to the kingdom of God. And if we're out of position, then we now weaken our ministry to the world who we're trying to reach um so just just stay focused get in the word become the word grow in the word and watch god move thank you